don't give up after a setback, right? Like yeah. everybody has makes mistakes along their journey. Uh, and when you make a mistake, that's fine. That's a learning opportunity. All right, so today we're going to talk about five pitfalls that new investors fall into, right? These are mistakes that we've seen investors make over and over again, and we don't want you to do to be one of those. And if you feel like you feel bad about making any of these, just know that we've probably made all of these mistakes that we're going to talk about today, so you're not alone. Yes. So let's dive right in. The, the first one, and I think the biggest one that we see new investors make, in fact, a lot of seasoned investors make as well, is chasing the shiny object, right? As, as entrepreneurs, like we love shiny objects, right? That's why we are all interested in pursuing something new because it's fun. It's it's fun, it's exciting. And the learning phase when you're like learning about something new and the possibilities sounds great. Yeah. And then at some point, you know, there's setbacks and reality hits where you need to start executing and that's where a lot of people give up yeah. and start chasing another shiny object. It's like you're, you know, sitting there calmly in a peaceful meadow and suddenly you're like squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it's like. And you know, there's this there's this famous um story from Greek mythology where uh, Sisyphus who's a character in Greek mythology has been cursed by uh, Zeus to carry up to push a boulder up a hill forever and ever until eternity so Sisyphus rolls up the boulder all the way up the hill and has to start all the, all the way again from the beginning and that's what a lot of us do and we push boulders up and we pick a strategy and we do all the hard work and get to a point where it's going to get easy but then we give up we give up right then because it's gonna get harder before it gets easy. And that's when most people give up, right? Any strategy that you implement in any business, whether it's business, whether it's real estate investing, it's an exponential curve. It's not a straight linear curve. In the beginning, it's harder. And then at some point you're gonna accelerate. But right before that, most people give up because you feel like I've been working so hard for all this time and nothing's happening. Look at that, squirrel. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's uh, as I say, like, today is hard, tomorrow is going to be harder, but day after tomorrow is going to be easy, and most people give up tomorrow evening, right, <laughs> just before it's going to get easy. So uh, don't make that mistake. Like, once you pick a strategy, figure out what your strategy is. And, uh, you know, the way I, the way we recommend doing it is figure out what your goals are, right, where you want to be. For us, it was in three to five years, we want to retire from our day jobs and build wealth and buy assets because that creates passive income that allows you to retire, and so we were very clear that buying assets is the way for us. Buy and hold investing was the way for us. Figure out what that strategy looks like for you. And once you figure it out, stick to it, right? Stick to it for at least a year. And then it's it's going to get a lot easier. So that's number one is uh, don't chase the shiny object. Number two, the second mistake that invest, new investors make is uh, starting in the middle of somebody else's journey, right? right? So uh, on social media, you hear all the pe people talk about, oh, I did a five-unit deal and a 10-unit deal and a 15-unit deal and I bought a 100-unit building. And so yeah. you think that that's just um, you know, where you need to start. 
but that's not true. Everybody starts from zero, right? Almost every real estate investor, no matter how successful that I've ever met, has started with a single family home. 90% of the time they start with a single family home and that's where you should start as well. And you know, for a while, I started looking at real estate investors talk about their journey and talk about their exciting opportunity that they were pursuing when I was first getting started. And I always felt like it was something that was so unachievable. And that's because you're looking at their final destination. You're not looking at all the work that they've put in before. You're looking at that tip of that iceberg. You're not looking at how far deep it goes under the ocean. So all of the work that they've put into it, all of the setbacks that they've faced, when you go through them, just remember that you're not alone. Everyone has gone through them to get to where they've got. I don't know anyone who's literally had a straight line to success. I yeah. don't know anybody like that. Yeah, and we've made so many mistakes on our, our first yeah. deal. It took us a year to do our first Burr project. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay right. to take time to learn. But um, but again, don't think that you're you're going to be successful day one or day two. And there's if there's people out there talking about overnight success in real estate, there is no such thing, right? <laughs> right? It takes time. Real estate is a get rich slow game. Right. It takes time. So have patience and uh, start with a small project that allows you to learn uh, and then go from there. And also understand that just because people are doing bigger deals, they're playing a bigger game than you are, doesn't mean they don't have setbacks. Yes. In fact, the larger you get, the bigger deals you do, the more your business grows, your setbacks get bigger, right? The stakes are higher. Yeah. And so what you're facing when you're first starting out, that's training you for those bigger setbacks in future, right? Get curious. What? How does that make you feel? What Part of your body hurts when, when you face that setback. Yes. And sit with it. And this is something I say all the time. Like, get get curious about what makes you cringe. Why did it bother you that somebody talked to you a certain way? Or you lost the money? Or what 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 was it that bothered you? And work on that. And that is actually pitfall number three. <laughs> perfect, perfect segue, which is <laughs> don't give up after a setback, right? Like, yeah. everybody has makes mistakes along their journey. Uh and when you make a mistake, that's fine. That's a learning opportunity. I jumped the gun there, didn't you, I? <laughs> you, you totally jumped the gun, but it was that's why it was a perfect segue. So, you know, it's it's you you wanna you wanna really um you know be prepared, like go into it knowing and expecting that you're gonna make mistakes. Right. Um, but also learn from other people's mistakes as well. Not that you have to make every mistake yourself, but everybody makes mistakes. Right. And you just have to be prepared to uh, learn from your mistakes right. and not giving up uh, and working through it and making sure you tweak your business model, make sure you tweak your process so that you don't repeat that mistake in the future, right? That's how right. we all learn and we grow. And business is a game of snakes and ladders. Sometimes you're going to get a ladder and you're going to climb up and sometimes you're going to step on a snake and it's part of the process. And, you know, this is why not everybody is wanting this journey right a lot yeah. of people are so comfortable living on their paycheck and living on that two three four weeks of vacation a year having their time controlled by somebody else because they don't want to deal with these setbacks and they don't want to flex that muscle and they don't want to work on themselves yeah. and so if you if you're someone who really wants that control back if you really want 
to have that freedom, remember that it, it comes with this responsibility of growing yourself. The more you grow your business, the more you're going to grow yourself. Yeah. And quick example, right? Like talking about snakes and ladders. One of the deals that we did early on, like three or four years back was a 10 unit building. And that went the entire project, even though it was the biggest project we'd done at the time, that went like clockwork. Uh, you know, we generated what, $3,500 a month in cash flow after yeah. paying the mortgage and the expenses. $3,500 a month in cash flow from one deal. Uh, but there's been a couple of deals that are single family homes where we actually put in way too much money and yeah. we over rehabbed the property. And right. and we were like, wait, we probably spent 20000 more than we needed to on that property. Right. And so that's fine. It's okay. Because in the end, if you if you're in the market for long enough and you're investing for long enough, you're going to do enough deals that are that's going to make you wealthy. Most new investors do overspend on their first renovation because it means so much to you. It's your baby. You want it to look nice. You don't understand the difference between a rental that's comfortable and loved by your tenant versus a flip or a house that you want to live in. And most people over renovate their first yeah. rental and that's okay. Yeah. It's part of the journey. Pitfall number four is DIYing your projects. Yeah. Right. So this is what we see new investors do a lot is uh, you know, we saw we all watched HGTV, right, over the years. Yeah. And uh, it really glamorizes the rehab process and how you have to be at the job site picking every tile and maybe sometimes even putting up the tiles yourself in the bathroom and in the kitchens and putting in the flooring and watching YouTube videos to learn how to put flooring in. Look, if you enjoy doing that, that's great. You should do it, but know right. that you don't need to do that to build wealth. In fact, it will slow you down right. if you try to learn everything. Money isn't made in the glamorous, Yes, right? it, Money is made in the mundane. It's made in learning how your business works and tweaking it and making it better and those incremental updates to every single piece and puzzle to think of your business like a puzzle and make those incremental updates to every single piece of that puzzle yeah and and there's two things that you can never outsource right deal analysis and finance those two things you need to master yourself don't uh, you know re rely on your agent or your contractor tell you whether it's a good deal or not you need to know the numbers you need to analyze the deal and know that you're doing it right and you need to understand financing commercial financing we said we talk about this all the time commercial financing is what's helped us scale our business and so you need to really understand how commercial financing works and how you can take advantage so deal analysis and finance are the two things that you need to master that you cannot outsource Everything else you can outsource. And you can learn how to do it really well, right? It's a, it's a muscle, again. You have to learn how to flex it, how to find good people, how to keep them, how to run your projects really, really well. You have to understand how to do that. But that doesn't mean you do it all yourself. A lot of times people think DIY is easier because it's much easier to go and do it yourself than to teach someone how to do it. Teaching someone how to do something for you well, the way you want it, takes time and effort. It takes more effort and, than doing it the first time yourself, right? So again, do not DIY the project. Figure out how are you gonna leverage your team to be able to do that. Uh, pitfall number five is the final pitfall, which is um, not focusing on your personal growth. 
right? So we often see investors getting very tied up in just the strategy and the tactics. They're like, oh, the only reason I'm stuck is because I can't figure out this one thing. It's like, yes, but there's probably something else going on. Uh, there's your mindset plays such a big role in investing that a lot of times your mindset is what is holding you back. Yeah. Your personal growth is holding you back. For instance, a lot of people, they know what the right next step is, but they're afraid to take it, right? There's fear gets in the way, and then they suddenly start to question everything they know. Right? So, so how the question is, as an investor, how do you get over that fear? How do you get comfortable? And that's a slow process. It doesn't, right. It's not a flip of a switch, but it needs some personal work to figure out, all right, what makes me, what makes me more fearful? And, uh, you know, if these are the things that make me fearful, how do I get uh, comfortable with those? How do I have, um, you know, maybe some sort of safety nets in place to make sure uh, if something goes wrong, I'll be okay? Yeah. And, you know, that there's something I've said before. Goals are only motivation for your growth. If you set big goals, you're setting them because you want to see yourself as a different person who can achieve those goals. So to reach them is to realize the potential within you. And so if you just focus on the goal and not yourself, it's hard to get there. It's not going to be possible to get there. Yeah. And as I say that success is limited by to your personal growth, right? If you're not growing your mindset, if you're not growing your approach, if you're not growing as a person, your business is not going to grow, right? It's, it's one thing to acquire the skills to do what you need to do, yeah. but it's a whole different thing to adopt the right mindset to take calculated risks, right. to you know take action, to be consistent, to be disciplined. That's more mindset. That's nothing to do with strategy and tactics. Right, that's mindset, exactly. And it's fun. Working on yourself is fun. You're your own asset. The higher you build yourself, the more your business is going to grow. We're all about investing. So invest time, energy, effort, money in yourself because that's going to allow you to grow your business even further. Yeah. So those are the pitfalls. So just to quickly recap the, the pitfalls, right? So one number one is don't chase the shiny object. Number two... <laughs> Don't start in the middle of somebody else's journey. Start small so that you can make your own mistakes. Know that it's going to take time to get as successful as somebody else, and that's okay. Number three, um, don't give up, right? Don't give up if you have setbacks. Try to figure out how are you going to overcome that challenge. Treat every, as business owners, look at everything as a challenge, and there'll be challenges every day. You just need to figure out a way to overcome them. Number four, don't DIY. Do not DIY. Learn deal analysis. Learn finance. Outsource everything else. Learn how to manage teams and learn how you can manage other people better to do the things that you're trying to do. And finally, make sure you focus on your personal growth along the way because that's what's really going to get you success. All right. So hope you enjoyed that episode. We're excited to tell you that we have a new book that just came out with Bigger Pockets. It's called Accelerate Your Real Estate. We get deep into our scale framework all of the things that we've used to grow our portfolio. Um, and there is an amazing 10% off coupon. If you go on our website, you can go to openspaceswomen.com forward slash book and you can get the 10% off coupon. So you can get that book. And, you know, Alex Hormozzi gives this tip where he says that if you buy the audio and the 
ebook version. You can read the book while you're listening to the audiobook. So highly recommend that. And it's sold over a thousand copies in just the first few days. So we're super excited. Yeah, we're really excited. So go get the book, go get your hands on it, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye now.